does that apply? Like, could, could I take some ryerson courses? Because they sound cool. <laughs> you know, I haven't heard anything about that. So that might be something. So maybe not. <laughs> uh, yeah, that might be something for somebody to take a look at. Can you can you up. undertake to find out, Colin, for Felicity, please? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll take a look. Yeah. He only has I'm one in too many of left. Richard's classes. He's trying to get rid of me. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, ship her off to Ryerson. <laughs> yeah. You'll like it there. Welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It, a lighthearted look at life in law school. I'm Professor Richard Haig. And I'm 3L law student Felicity Redan. Felicity, what's up today? Same old steel. <laughs> Same old steel. Yeah, we had, that's good. We You can keep using that one, you know, because now that we've, we've, on one of our episodes, we've told people where that comes from. Although I have a signature. Yes, that is your signature. Um, so my question for you today, given again that we're we're in these we're in the time where it's 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 busy times for students, so I don't want to be too hard. Wait till January; you're going to get the tough ones again in January. But uh, somebody told me here's an interview question that I had once: If you could be any animal, what would it be? Well, that's a that's a dumb question. What are, they, what are you supposed to do with that in an interview? How is that supposed to decide? whether or not you want to work with someone. I feel like it's got to be like a cat or a dog because I want all of my needs just taken care of for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I don't know why. You know what? It is the most ridiculous interview question and I did have it and I did not want to work there once I got that question. But <laughs> apparently somebody read some book where that is supposed to help you out. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Moving on as we must. So today we have a guest that uh, this is a complete complete luck and uh, fortuitous guest because we never... I would go so far as to say a very special guest. I, but I say that all the time, so I wanted to say something different. <laughs> uh, but our guest, as I say, really lucky because I didn't think we could ever get this, uh, or at least not for a year or two, but we have a guest, at which, and I'll let Colin explain why he's a guest, but our guest <laughs> is Colin McMillan. Colin, I'm going to turn it over to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and why you think you're on the show <laughs> yeah for sure well i guess i'll just lead with the uh the the bombshell i didn't realize this was going to be such a rarity you know but uh, i'm a 1l ryerson student uh of the first you know the inaugural class um oh gee yeah <laughs> and that is so, that is why you're here yeah 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 uh you know they say that they do things differently so i guess we'll we'll find out um but before, so, yeah, why, I, before that tell us yeah a little bit of background before the Ryerson thing. Yeah, so uh, I went to university at U of T. Uh, so I did my undergrad in a double major in physics and history. Um, yeah, it's an interesting combination. Yes. I've only met one other person who's done the same thing. <laughs> um, so obviously the natural conclusion to that is uh, going to law school, law school, you know, afterwards. Naturally, yeah. <laughs> Naturally. Um, so I took a year off uh, in between. I did... Um, actually did pest control work for a while and then i got a job at a um a medical lab at toronto western hospital um and did that for a while until COVID hit and then i started at ryerson so wow that is an interesting background were you always interested in going to law school or did that arrive late so i initially started at u of t thinking all right i'm gonna be a physicist you know i'm gonna get my master's get my doctorate i'm gonna do science um 
and then you know i got a taste of what that actually looks like through my tas <laughs> and i thought maybe this isn't this isn't the life for me so uh you know i started thinking about stuff and uh i'd always been really interested in like um constitutional questions in my history courses um and law just seemed like it would be a pretty good fit for me um just with my personality and uh what i'd heard about it so Oh, I decided well. that's what I wanted to do. That's 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 good. That's a little bit like Felicity too, isn't it? I was going to say the three of us, we all have uh, science yeah. backgrounds here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, okay. And we will get into the Ryerson, Ryerson thing in a minute, but you know also the other question we ask of all of our guests. Yes. Yes, of course. I don't even need to ask it of you. You're so well prepared. <laughs> Yeah, so I think uh, that's what they teach you at Ryerson. Yeah, be prepared. That is, you know, the first week, be prepared uh, <laughs> specifically for podcasts. Um, so I think my favorite piece of uh, lawyerly media uh, would have to be Lincoln Lawyer um, with Matthew McConaughey. You know, okay. he's operating out of the back of his his Lincoln car, um, and it's just it's fantastic. It's got great acting. It's got you know lots of. Um, twists and turns you know yeah so yeah that's a good one i i think i saw that about two years ago and i agree it's a it's a it's a good one i don't know if anybody else felicity is my uh she keeps track of what people have said (laughs) i i haven't heard anyone say that and honestly i don't know that i could take matthew mcconaughey seriously in any movie just because of his face (laughs) i'm willing to try it out (laughs) you just have to close your eyes and listen to the voice instead he's an academy award winner come on (laughs) he's got a weird face Counselor, what can I do for you, big man? Our boy Harold called from the pen, said you're stalling his case. Do you see some more green? I don't get paid. I don't work. We paid you five thousand. That's long gone, Eddie. It's time to refill the tank. What? Another five grand? Ten. Either pay me or go with a public defender. Aren't you gonna count it? I just did. Roll, Earl. Oh, we won't tell him that. Anyway, that's that is a good one. I do think it is a first, so that's great. All right, so on to the real reason we're here, Felicity. I'll give you the floor for at least. Yeah, I think we just uh, we would like to hear, and I think hopefully some of the other people in our orbit would like to hear about kind of what the Ryerson Law School world is like. So, can you give us just a brief overview? I mean, I know it's pandemic times, but what is one L at Ryerson like? Well, yeah, so obviously everything is done. Well, I shouldn't say everything. Not everything is done through Zoom. Um, We actually have two uh, classes a week in person. Um, But I guess the most interesting thing about the the first year Ryerson experience is that we actually have um, two instructors per course. So we have our uh, professor who, you know, goes over the theory and all the same things you would learn at any other law school. Um, and then we also have a tutorial instructor who is a practicing uh, lawyer in, in their field. So um, not only are you going to have to do readings for your uh, you know theory courses, you're also going to have to do readings for your tutorials, which teach you the, the practical you know, side of things. So we actually get to do a lot of hands-on stuff, um, which I gather is not necessarily common. Um, it's, it's only been a few months and we've already, we've filled out leases, we've done, um, opinion letters, we've done, um, client interviews, uh, the university actually hired actors to play clients for us, uh, for us to try and extract information out of, 
So yeah, there's a lot of um, interesting hands-on stuff. You know, it's a, it's a new thing every week, I would say. Right. That is interesting. So back up a bit. What are what are the courses that you're taking in your first sure. year? Sure, sure. Because I'm, so, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to then tie that into the practical stuff that you say you're learning and how that all works out. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, the courses that we have in our first semester are uh, torts, um, contracts, and property. And so they're sort of like um, doing private law in the first semester. And then we also have um, legal research and writing and ethics. Uh, and then, yeah. uh, and so, and they'd be over and done with in December? Yeah, so they're over in December. And then in the second semester, we have the um, public law. So we've got administrative, uh, criminal, um, constitutional, and I believe we're doing indigenous law as well. Um, and then we also have foundations of law, um, which I gather is going to be more of a, a philosophical sort of look at, at things. Oh, okay. And we'll That's be- such an interesting oh. way to divide it. I never would have thought of like public and private. Yeah. And yeah. the idea of property law in the right off the bat in one L hurts <laughs> my heart. But I, I th- that is like a really interesting divide. Uh, well, and also having foundations at <laughs> not at the beginning yeah. but anyway that's that's yeah. another thing entirely so and will those courses also be done the same way you'll have a co-teaching model in the yeah so term? yeah so every single course at ryerson is going to be done with this co-teaching model right um, through all three years all right. the way through yeah, yeah. okay so yeah i mean it, it's it's really interesting the uh the way that it's set up you know if we ever have questions about you know practice or maybe like a piece of procedure that somebody's curious about the um, practicing lawyers who are our instructors, they usually are pretty quick, you know, they know right away um, exactly what we're, what we're looking for. Do they so. ever disagree with each other, the theory and the practice? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, they do a pretty good job of uh, working together. I think, you know, it, it's up to them how much they want to integrate their, um, you know, their lessons. Um, so some of them, they're quite integrated, you know, you can tell that they communicate a lot about exactly what they're going to be doing each week and other ones are a little bit more, um, separate, um, like for example, in our torts class. So the lecture is all just theory, you know, damages and liability, all that stuff. Um, whereas our tutorial has been more about, um, procedure and like how to file pleadings, how to persuade in court, that kind of thing. That's really interesting. I think it gets, I mean, there's a lot of benefits of academic profs, especially in 1L for the doctrinal stuff. But I think there's also huge benefits of, of practitioner profs and also some negatives. So I think that balances out really nicely. And it yeah. also, I got, I have to imagine it, it gives you something assembling an alumni network, which you don't have yet at Ryerson. Yeah. Yeah. To a certain extent it does, you know, you can, um, ask questions they're quite you know welcoming you know you can email them whenever you want and you know if you want to add them on linkedin most of them are okay with that too so <laughs> it, it does stand in a little bit for that um the the schools tried to sort of extract an alumni network out of you know ryerson undergrad students who've gone on to be in law school or right. to be practicing right. lawyers so like uh so we have these things called intensives at ryerson as well which are these like five day, uh, eight hours a day uh, courses that are at the beginning of each semester that cover you know, various things. Um, so in our opening intensive, um, they brought in a bunch of uh, Ryerson alumni who were now out working in the field to um, 
basically come in and tell us about, you know, their field of law and how they got to where they are and if they had any advice for us. So yeah, they're, they're doing the best they can for sure to create that, that alumni network. I, yeah, I agree with Felicia. It's a really interesting way. And it, and you know, one of the things that I remember and from my law school days, and I guess Felicity, you can add in as well, but you know, you do go into law school thinking right away that you want to be a lawyer, that, that it's, it's the doing of law that you want to do. And, and it was a bit of a shock about how much theory you get in law school in first year anyway, to me, because I did engineering before and, you know, that, that was very much a hands-on thing. There was a mixture of theory and practice basically from day one. So I, I always yeah. found law a bit odd that way, and this Ryerson seems to have figured that out, right? That it, it they are married the two, and yeah. why not why yeah. not start right away with that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and yeah, lots of courses start to bring the more um, practical elements into the the lecture as well. So we'll learn about, you know, in, in legal research and writing, you learn about all these different research methods, and then the practical element of the tutorial will be guiding you through you know, um, a, you know, opinion letter or a motion that relates back to the things that you were talking about in the lecture beforehand. So it's, it's quite a, a smooth process that they have. Really like that. I mean, I know, I, I think to Richard, to expand on what you said there, I think because 1L is so theory based and it's like, it's hard and it's overwhelming. And I think you finish 1L thinking like, I still have no idea what on earth I am doing. Like I wouldn't even know where to start with anything. And I feel like Ryerson has done, a, at least is making a pretty interesting effort to uh, like bridge that gap in a way that like, it's not actually an unbridgeable gap. It's just that law schools kind of do this thing where we've always done it this way. And so we're going to continue doing it this way, even though you're all miserable. <laughs> yeah, well, it, yeah, law, law school creates that gap in a way. But yeah. I have to say, here's my thought as to the downside. And again, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds like a, I was going to swear if I was about to swear. I, I'd have never sworn. My co former co-host used to swear. But you must do a lot of work because it sounds like it's double the work. You're doing both the theory and the practice all at the same time in first year. So, Well, I don't know about double. It is, it is a lot of work. Um, and, you know, talking with people that I know who have been to other law schools, it seems like it, it is more work than a first year would usually be. Um, but I think the... The, the upside from that is all of this practical stuff is supposed to replace um, articling because Ryerson graduates don't need to article because theoretically we've done all of the practical skills that you would learn in articling uh, in these uh, tutorial sessions. So, you know, it, it's, it's more work while you're in school for the three years, but at the end uh, you don't need to worry about finding an articling position necessarily, which is uh, I assume a huge stress relief. <laughs> you're oh. taking 10 months of work and sprinkling it over the course of three years i think that's worth it yeah yeah yeah, yeah that uh, okay I, and i i should have known that i didn't realize I, I i actually now i do remember that that's one of the things and of course other law schools now are gonna there may be a, a movement to create the same thing in other law schools yeah i think because uh, effectively, yeah effectively yeah. you're a you're three years and not four whereas for others it's four years to become a lawyer right Mm -hmm. Be a big mm -hmm. enough draw for me, for sure. <laughs> I wonder, I mean, I guess we'll find out because it hasn't happened yet, but the, the recruit process for articles in certain, at least certain fields of law, it kind of dovetails really seamlessly into associate jobs. So it will be interesting to see. I mean, Ryerson seems quite good at 
building in its alumni network. So I wonder if they'll have a similar sort of strategy for getting 3L's associate jobs, because that's not a thing that anyone has ever done before. Yeah, um, our career office has sort of, uh, you know, they, they've said that there's going to be a lot of work going into uh, career development and planning for us, um, which I believe because they've been great so far. Um, but like the the school is going to participate in on-campus interviews and, you know, two well summer jobs and that sort of pipeline. Um, and also, I think, you know, if you were to want to go into um, uh, a legal field where articling sort of is the absolute norm, right? Like if you're going into like a, a big law firm or something like that, I'm sure that, you know, they might just hire you for the 10 months, you know, they might not call it articling, but I'm sure there would be a parallel process that you could do. So or you're on probation for 10 months as an associate. Yeah, exactly. But maybe I think help. I'd feel cheated if I just did an extra bunch of work <laughs> during three years and then still had to article. No, but, yeah. they, but yeah. they'll pay you at the associate rate, won't they? I, I no idea. See, all this has to be worked out. You're right. And uh, yeah. I'm sure the, the higher ups at Ryerson are, are working on it right now. So when no will you, have they told you when you'll go through the sort of interview process? Will it be next year? For you um i think it would be yeah for, for the, a summer job probably yeah yeah because yeah. they're, they're going to be participating in the same sort of um standard toronto ocis that uh uft and osgood do so whatever the process is there i guess they'll be following suit are, are you a slightly different topic but are your back to the theory practicing are the theory professors you said they're they're typically ryerson are they full-time faculty at ryerson yeah, so I think all of them are full-time faculty at Ryerson. Um, some of them were already appointed at their, um, I believe it's their business and law school. Oh, yeah. That they already had set up. Um, and some of them are from um, other law schools, um, including some law schools in the States um, that we've recruited from. So, okay. but yeah, they're, they're full-time faculty. Yeah, okay. Uh, and the, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead, Felicity. I don't know if either one of you will know this, but I, I wonder, um, I know that U of T and Osgood have a sort of agreement. Um, so from Osgood, we're allowed to take courses at U of T and vice versa. Does that apply? Like, could, could I take some Ryerson courses? Cause they sound cool. <laughs> you know, I haven't heard anything about that. So that might be something, so maybe not. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that might be something for somebody to take a look at. Can you, can you undertake up. to find out Colin for Felicity, please? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll take a look. Yeah. She only has I'm one in too term many of left. Richard's classes. He's trying to get rid of me. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, ship her off to Ryerson. Yeah. <laughs> You'll like it there. Uh, but, oh, I, so what would you say? So this this podcast is often meant for people uh, who are thinking about coming to law school. And I think you mentioned, Colin, you were listening to this before you got to I law was, school. I what was would here. you say to prospective students about your school? Would you sell them on it or would you? Uh, you know, I, say, I, I would sell them on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely would sell them on it. Um, you know, I, I had a little bit of trepidation uh, starting at a school that it was, you know, it's the first year the school's ever been around. You know, how's everything even going to work? There's no one to talk to to get an idea of what it's like or the quality of it. But things have been pretty fantastic so far, I would say. Um, I think the uh, professors have been really like welcoming and engaging and, and honestly like doing a really great job of navigating um, all the COVID restrictions and teaching and virtually. Um, and the, uh, the practical sessions are actually really, 
really valuable and interesting, I think. Um, even like, I, I think they kind of build a little bit of confidence as well. You, you feel like you know at least what you're doing a little bit to a small degree um, because you've already done, you know, something a little bit legal, right? Like I've already, uh, we did a, a contract negotiation the other day between us and that, you know, I, next time I sit down for something like that, which will probably be still in an academic environment, but uh, I, I won't feel like I am, you know, running headfirst into the unknown, so. Right, right. Whereas I, my first summer job as a law student, and I don't know if Felicity was the same for you, I was, I had no idea what I was doing. It took about right. four months to learn what I was doing, and then the summer was over, and that, <laughs> that was about it. Uh, I'm about to graduate, and I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's okay. <laughs> so yeah, so you would recommend it. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear. I'm sure the law, the Ryerson itself is happy that you said that because if they make you say blink twice if they made you yeah. say that. <laughs> There's no coercion. All of my uh, my own free will here. Yeah. Uh, and you know what that means because you went to Ryerson instead of some dumb yes, school like us. Yeah. Oh yeah, obviously <laughs> they, they don't teach you about that stuff. But Osgood, come on. <laughs> So you don't get, do you, do you get the excuse from any of the profs that, oh, well, you know, sorry, this is the first time we've done this. So, you know, you really can't help. We, we don't know. We, you have to kind of make excuses for that first year or not. You don't get that. Uh, it sounds like. No, no, that really hasn't uh, been used as an, ex as an excuse. And um, I don't think there's really been anything that has needed to be excused, to be honest. Um, <laughs> That's a good answer. Another good yeah. answer. Uh, but I am impressed because not only is it brand new and everything was going to be starting from square one, but it had to happen during a pandemic. So that, that, uh, you know, it, 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 I just thought it could easily go off the rails, but it sounds like it hasn't. So. Yeah, no, it's, it's been going really well. Um, I think most of the students are really satisfied with, uh, how everything's going. Um, have you bonded with other students? Because that's another difficult thing during the pandemic for everybody, I think, especially I'm thinking about my 1Ls at Osgood who, you know, I guess they, there's been a little bonding, but not a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think it was definitely slow to start with. Um, the first month or so was was tough for that kind of thing. But You mentioned you have some in-person classes, so that's got to help. Yeah, so there is, we do property, or my, my section does property in person. So yeah, the people that show up in person, you know, I've gotten to know a little bit better than everybody else. Um, cause I, I also show up to that one in person. It's not mandatory to be in person. Um, okay. there's lots of students who are, you know, not in the city or don't feel comfortable, um, you know, being out in public during these times. Um, but yeah, for those of us who are there, uh, there's definitely been a little bit more bonding, but even over, um, like zoom, uh, some of the classes have decided to create sort of, um, permanent uh, breakout room groups okay. so whenever there's a breakout room in like my uh, contracts course or um, ethics it's it's always the same people so you can start to you know make some friendships that way and uh, get to know each other a little bit better that's that, that's good are they uh, are the students typically from ontario though or are the gta even more specifically or do you have some out of province students i would estimate that about uh, maybe two thirds are from the GTA, um, with most of the rest being from Ontario, but there are a smattering of, uh, students from outside of Ontario as well. And, uh, I think a few international students too. Any Ryerson lifers? <laughs> oh yeah. There, there are some Ryerson lifers for okay. sure. Yeah. I mean, I, anyone I know who's gone, even for like an undergrad, they really love it. It's like a whole different 
mindset to education. So I could see being a Ryerson lifer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Felicity, I think you need to do it all over again. I honestly, I could, you know, <laughs> sign me back up. Three years just wasn't enough. Yeah. I What's another help. seven years? Just go back to undergrad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that, no, that happy note, yeah, that, I think we need to wrap this we're up. We're never supposed to end on a dark note. That was Adam's rule. <laughs> so we have to have a light heart. We need finish. another good one. I don't know. I'm like, I'm hurt in the heart. <laughs> so we're going to need, I'm going to need you to carry this one, Richard. Well, I'll just say there's no way Felicity needs to do that. She's a, uh, she's, <laughs> she's not even an Osgood lifer, but she's truly yeah. an Osgood. Uh, grad or will be an Osgood grad and that's right. enough that's yeah. enough that's good enough <laughs> uh, well, I should probably I should probably mention at least one more thing I, oh, I'm sure. missing a big a big chunk of uh, Ryerson's you know setup um, everybody who goes to Ryerson is also required to do a um, one semester placement um, at a law firm doing a law related job um, which I guess is supposed to be another sort of stand-in for articling as well. So uh, your third year, half of the year, will be uh, taken up with this displacement. And apparently the school is going to help everybody find a placement. No, nobody's going to be left behind. So, Well, that's great. I, uh, uh, what is the class size again? Is it? Uh, I think there's 150. So it's a significant number of people have they have to place, 75 per yeah. term, I guess, something like yeah. that. Yeah. They have two years so. to do it. They do. And apparently, if you can find a uh, placement or an internship somewhere oh. else that satisfies the requirements, so during your second year, uh, summer, maybe, um, then that counts. And then you don't have to do it in your third year, so you could which have, opens you up. Oh. Could you finish in two and a half years, or would you still have to do a full third year? I'm <laughs> always know, I'm thinking not of sure. angles. Oh, you've got to work on that angle. Yeah. <laughs> find I, th out. I, think, I think that you probably would have to do the third year. Uh, and honestly, if I had the choice, I would probably finish the third year um, because we don't get to choose electives until our third year. So ah, it's all the compulsory more space, in second year as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So the more space that you have for electives, in my opinion, you know, the better. So that's a good. Also, note. the more time before you have to be a grown up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I like school. You know, yeah. We'll just hang those around. are that. Those are perfect notes to end this on. Then being a student forever. That's what a prof is, basically. So I'm, I'm, we're all happy. All right, Colin, thank, thank you, you Colin. so much. Uh, thank it's you. really it was good to learn to about Ryerson. I'm sure there's more to Ryerson than 20 minutes will tell us, but it's a good start, right? So yeah, thank, of course. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, Rams. 